grasping the thin, almost translucent veil between that of fact and fiction, revealing mysteries of the past, folklore passed down from father to son, unsolved murders, and things that go bump in the night. You've entered Deceptive Reality. Hello and welcome to the Deceptive Reality Podcast. My name's Nick and with me, as always, is the adventurous Bert. I am adventurous today, Nick. I like it. I like being adventurous. Uh, oh, yeah. First, I've never had someone describe me like that before, Nick. I, I want to do a different one every time I do this. So today you're Ooh. adventurous. Next well, week, I mean, who knows? Hey, well, technically, I know nothing about what we got going on today, Nick. So it's kind of an adventure for me. It is. And I'll give you a little preview, not giving anything away. I chose this one because when I was younger, this is the traumatic story that scared me into a lifelong fear of the subject matter we're going to discuss. Well, you don't know anything about UFOs, so it's clearly not UFOs. Could like be. you said, your dad had the UFO experience. You didn't have it. No. So, and it's clearly not, it's not a Mothman. No, no. The Screecher, okay. I'm, co- I'm cool with the Screecher. The Screecher. We need to get those t-shirts, I'm telling you. If you've not watched that podcast, you need to go watch it. The Screecher. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> Oh, man. I think it's one of the audience favorites too, really. So far, it is moving up. I tell you, the circle of the letters just uh, is kind of trying to catch it, but the Mothman yeah. it just keeps running ahead. Keeps running ahead. Man, man, the Mothman's good. I respect the Screecher. I didn't know it was that big of a. I didn't know it was that big of a deal, honestly. Oh yeah, they got uh, coffee brands, and the last podcast is doing it. But I'm telling you, the Circleville letters. If I had watched it and not been on it, I'd be like, give me, give it to me, give it to me. I need the second part. I love that so much. M- oh, most fun man. I've had in front of, uh, in front of a mic. That's for sure. It, it's a great story. I, the problem is, is I don't know that I'll be able to live up to that great of a story. Like I know a lot of stuff uh, that's really cool, but that one just had so many twists and turns. And if you're a movie person, right? Like mm. I'm a movie person. Those are my favorite movies. The one where you think you know what's going on and bam, they surprise you with something. I'm telling you, I re-listened to it a number of times and I'm like, earlier in the episode, Nick, what were you thinking? And then a little bit later, I'm like, <laughs> mid-episode, Nick, what were you thinking? I just wasn't doing it right. I got a couple things, but I was off. I was just getting led every which way. Well, and the funny thing is, when we come up with these stories, for anyone that doesn't know, obviously, Nick and I research every one of these. And again, we never tell each other what we're going into. That's that's one of the big questions I get from the people that talk to me is, well, how much did you guys really know going into this? Nothing. Not <laughs> Nothing. Um, generally, what happens is Nick will choose a topic, I choose a topic, and then we research it until we jump into to the studio right here. And it's funny because even when I research, there's a series of things where I'm like, I had no clue that that was the mm. thing. So I know that was the way it was with the Circleville letters because oh, yeah. I did my research. And then I went back 
and I listen to other people's podcasts and I'm like, well, that's not what I thought happened. And then I would go and I looked. That's why I had to take the police reports. Cause I'm like, that's the only thing that I can say is right down the center of what it's supposed to be. So yeah. it's kind of cool, but we never know what the other ones do. Like today's is Nick's. I have no clue. I can only guarantee that being Nick and being so is that it scared him. It has mm-hmm. to be a great story. Is it going to scare me, Nick? Lifelong trauma. I don't know. We're we're adults now. We're adults now. Maybe not. It got me young. But to prove that you don't know what's coming up, you've already guessed wrong about one thing. So you, you don't know. And you've proven it. Okay. <laughs> but, Perfect. Uh, yeah. So... Anyway, there's also, I chose this one in additional to be traumatic to myself, my younger self. It's also got some cultural significance and it'll teach you some history that you already know about, but you don't know where it come from. Oh, okay. Yeah. So You've intrigued wanna, me, Nick. Yeah. Do we, are, are you intrigued enough that you want to get into it? I'm ready. Let's stop talking about it, Nick. Let's be about it. Let's go. In the quiet and peaceful town of Hopkinsville, Kentucky, on a warm August evening in 1955, something bizarre and otherworldly was about to unfold. It was a night that would forever be etched in the minds of the witnesses as the most terrifying event of their lives. This is the story of the Hopkinsville Goblins, a close encounter with extraterrestrials of the third kind. While this tale may seem unfamiliar, you are no doubt familiar with the effect it has had on modern culture. This tale inspired Steven Spielberg's classic story of E.T., the horror movie franchise Critters that helped launch the career of Leonardo DiCaprio and was the first use of little green men in newspapers. (laughs) Have you heard any of that before? I have no clue what it's even talking about. I'm intrigued because... Right. I love me some E.T. Yeah. Did you know it was based on something? I had no clue. I just honestly, you know, a lot of times we watch these movies and we're like, where in the world did this person come up with this idea? Right. I had no clue. I just assumed E.T. was something that some genius came up with and made a movie about it. Spielberg made out like a bandit on it. Oh, he sure did. And I'll tell you, it is loosely based on this because E.T. is not like the Hopkinsville Goblins. I was going to say, tell you it's that not going to scare me. It's, <laughs> it's not going to scare me, Nick. If it's E.T., listen, I'll go get me some Reese Pieces or M&Ms, okay? Mm-hmm. He'll be my best friend. We're fine. We'll see. So, we'll see. So it, this is based in Kentucky, Nick. Right. You're in Canada, so I'm still trying yes. to figure out how how you've experienced this. Are you saying you've experienced this or are you saying no. you've heard stories and it's caused you to, to have nightmares? Is that what, what is it? I, I didn't experience it. I didn't experience it firsthand. However, I have a long and twisting story about how I caught on to this tale. I'm going to tell that as an update on the next episode. So okay. you're not getting it now because it's quite <laughs> long on its own. That's fair um, enough. But, but as a kid, I heard this story in a certain way and it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> well, you know, my mom's from Kentucky. 
Oh, had she heard of this? I wonder. I don't know. I'm super curious now. Like it's going to kill Call me. Call her because, now. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, the funny part is she would actually probably love that because she wants to know. It's funny because she'll always say, what's the next episode about? And I go, I can't tell you that. You got to watch. Oh, so, yeah. Every, <laughs> everyone tries to get out of me, Nick, what the next podcast is. And I don't tell them. So if I can, told her, hey. Can we dedicate this to your mom? I mean, but, we could. Yeah, this is for we you. Could. This for you, Liz. Nick yeah. gave it to you. It's yours yeah. now. This is my present to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's from Kentucky. I know her family, her dad, I believe, was really there the vast majority of his life. He used to be in coal mines there. Oh, really? Oh. Yep. That's He's really interesting. Miner. It's super interesting. So, what I'd like to see is they know this tale. And they say, this is bunk, this is true, that kind of thing. Because it's really quite quite a tale. Really? I uh, can't wait now. Now since I know oh yeah, this I'm going to make you wait a little bit longer. Because I just want to ask, have sure. you seen Critters? I've not. I, don't even, I didn't even know what Critters is. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's like one of Leonardo DiCaprio's first movies. He got his start in this horror movie called Critters. With little nasty aliens, and oh, that's maybe more onto this. Was those uh, was those like uh, animatronic or something? Yeah, little fur balls with nasty faces. I call them gremlins, Nick. <laughs> different movie, oh, no, no, different, different. <laughs> I think they were competing with gremlins, though. Oh, really? I want to yeah. say I might know what that movie is. But I, I I doubt I've seen it. Okay. Well, that's that can be your homework for some other time. I know. Maybe I'll watch Critters uh, over the weekend. Yeah. And then yeah, I can give I, another I, update. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I've got two updates now. i got to talk to my mom. Yep. And yep. i got to watch Critters. I'm, I'm a terrible teacher. I'm giving you so much homework. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Hey, I like it, Nick. I like, listen, right. if it's me... Happening to watch a movie, I'm down for it. Yeah. I mean, don't maybe don't make your mom watch it. It's it's pretty. I might make her watch it because if it has to do with her home state, she's got to know what's happening if she didn't know. This part is not from me, Bert's mom. (laughs) I'm going to tell her. And I can't call her by her first name. That's disrespectful. Sorry. That's disrespectful. Exactly. Yeah. My mom taught me right. I can't. I mean, I can't say mom the whole the whole time. People's gonna be like, "What's no. Bert's mom's first name?" Well, you can say it. I can't. That is That's true. the rule. That's that the is rule. true. If I get in trouble, I'm in trouble. I mean, pretty much all the time, anyway. <laughs> so it's not even a huge deal. It's 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 standard format. Power for the course. Correct. Well, Nick, I'm dying to dive in. Can can I see what's Let's, happening? Uh, don't make me yeah, hold let's on go anymore, to the next bit. I'm dying. I want right. to know. You can do it. Do it. On a remote farm in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, the Sutton family had gathered for a reunion. This was a special event, and the adults were all playing cards in the kitchen while the children ran and laughed, being allowed the rare pleasure of staying up past their bedtimes. 
The main residents of the house were Glennie Lankford and her young children Lonnie, Charlton, and Mary. Visiting the family home were two of her adult children from a previous marriage, Elmer Lucky Sutton and John Charlie J.C. Sutton along with their wives Vera and Aline. From slightly further away, Aline's brothers Opie Baker and Billy Ray Taylor along with his wife June had rolled in the previous day. As darkness settled in, Billy Ray Taylor and his wife, June, decided to step out from the card game to go outside to fetch a pail of water from the well. As they gazed up at the starlit sky, they noticed an unusual light streaking across the heavens. Their fascination soon turned to fear when the light suddenly halted in midair and slowly landed in a nearby field. They could judge the distance easily from the bright light shining through the tree line. All right. So the thing you guessed wrong, this is an alien story. Yeah, I yeah, I figured that out after I heard the first part. <laughs> well, when you said when you said you would experience some part of it, I thought you meant like you experienced it. And I'm like, his dad experienced the UFO. Right. So it's clearly not a UFO story, but now I get it. You had a traumatizing experience hearing about it. That's right. Um, but this part here, why I paused to hear is because I've have had an experience like this. When I was younger, we used to have a, a room where the computer was right by a window. And okay. of course, as a kid, I'd stay up way too late playing on the computer, chatting, all that stuff. Of course. And I looked out and I said, wow, that moon's really bright and it's right above the trees. And I looked at it for a bit and then I looked over and I saw the moon next to it. And I was like, oh, that's not the moon. What is that? So I'm staring at it intently. And just like in this story, it started to lower through the trees and you could see the beams coming through the trees as it went down. And I stood up straight, stiff, ran to my bed, pulled the covers over my head, and never thought about that again until I heard this story again. Uh, hold on. Yes. <laughs> you can't drop a bomb on me, Nick, like that, <laughs> and then be like, yep, so that's what happened. Um, so <laughs> let's rewind. All right, let's rewind. This isn't on? the story I'm telling next time, by the way. Okay. You're on your computer. Yep. You look out. Mm-hmm. You see a bright light. Think it's the moon. Think it's the moon. You look over, you go, oh, nope, there's the moon. And then you watched it land. Down to the trees, landing somewhere in the forest. When was this? Oh, and this must have been like. 25 years ago, not to give away how ancient I am. Nick! Yeah. You've experienced UFOs! That, I, if that's what this is, yeah, I think I did. And I was scared. Listen, <laughs> listen, we, we could make this an exclusive right now, Nick. Have you ever had them take you up in the spaceship? Not that I know, but you might not know. You might not know. Listen, hey, the men in black. Boink. Yeah. Or like, have you ever heard of sleep paralysis? Uh, Yes, I do know. Well, <laughs> I probably know too much about sleep paralysis. 
But that is a symptom of sleep paralysis. That's what they say, right? That's what they say. That's why wasn't what movie was we're going all the movies. I'm sorry everyone listening. Oh, that's uh, okay. The move what movie was that uh um where they had to pull the information out of them through, through hypnosis. hypnosis. Yeah. The fourth kind. That, that was a form of sleep paralysis they talked about in that movie also. Yeah. Maybe so, that's what you need, Nick. Hypnotism? Maybe, because I'll tell you what. I've had sleep paralysis twice in my life, and that night was one of them. If there's anyone that knows hypnosis, I <laughs> want you to contact me. Okay. The Bert. I'm the Bert. You can see my name. My name's <laughs> down here somewhere. The Bert. Okay. I like that. The Bert. Contact me. We're going to set you up with Nick. We're going to have you hypnotize him. We'll turn him into a chicken. Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll get some alien information out of him. I just want the chicken for blackmail material for later. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, that's, I've, well, Nick. It, hmm. I feel like I'm using this for therapy and I apologize for that. Like I'm, I Listen, have some alien trauma. I'm super impressed because. I've listen, I have things that I don't divulge to anybody that right. I figure once we come across X factor thing, I'm going to divulge that information. We've not made it there yet. So for okay. anyone that listens to our podcast, there's going to come a point in time where I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something that really only myself, my wife, maybe my parents a little bit know, and that's it. Oh, this is getting deep. But you've done something I've always wanted to do, but I've not had an opportunity. There's been no UFOs outside my windows. <laughs> I don't want them. They're horrifying. I'm I scared, man. Them. I want to see it so bad, Nick. So bad. Uh, UFOs fascinate me so much. So you you know I'm a skeptic on a lot of things, right? Like For I'm sure. not. Um, so I'll tell you briefly, cause I want to get into this story. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll tell you briefly what happened on the second time I had sleep paralysis. And it's kind of funny is I had sleep paralysis. And sometimes when you wake up from that, you continue a dream, even though you're awake. And it just so happened that that dream was about being abducted by aliens. And I thought the aliens were outside my house. So I'm still having the dream. I wake up enough that I can move again. So I run to the window and I'm looking up at the skies because I'm not fully out of this state yet. And I had a dog at the time and he was reacting to me at the time. I thought he saw something in the skies too, because he was reacting to me. So he jumped up at another window, was looking in the sky, howling and barking viciously. He was just reacting to me. But at the time it was like, oh, it's, this is true. This is happening right now. <laughs> My favorite part of this podcast so far, Nick, is mm -hmm. the fact that I've learned that you've been abducted by aliens, whether you know it or not. Oh. And eventually, we're going to bring this out on the podcast. I, I would love to get hypnotized. I would That's love like that. Close Encounters of the, what, is that fifth? Canadian kind. <laughs> yeah, of the Canadian kind, Nick. That's right. That's right. This, I'm already, I've learned something about you. I've, how long have we known you? A long time. How well, have I never known I don't known tell this people this. Honestly, well, it's just, this has brought this out in me. 
Very fascinating so far. I'm super, super into this. If you, man, I got so many questions, but we're never going to finish this story if I don't shut up. I'm uh, sorry, Nick. That, that's true. Myself. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you a little education on the next, after the next segment about the different kinds of abductions. I love But education. would you like to hear a little more? I do want to hear more, Nick. All right, let's do it. Frantically, the couple ran back to the house and described what they had seen. After a few moments of silence, they were met only with an uproar of laughter from the other adults in the house. The family were the sensible, religious type, not prone to flights of fancy. Billy Ray and June didn't let up, however. It was clear from the looks on their face that they had seen something in the night sky. Curiosity got the better of them, and the adults in the family decided to investigate. Armed with shotguns, they approached the area where the light had landed, only to find a group of odd-looking creatures exiting a disc-like metallic craft. The creatures, described as having large eyes, pointy ears, and long arms with claw-like hands, sent shivers down their spines. They were light gray in color but emitted a faint green glow. One of the sudden gasped involuntarily at the shock, and as if in unison the ears of the creatures turned towards them suddenly. The creatures began to turn around to face their unexpected guests. Terrified, the family retreated to the safety of the farmhouse. But the ordeal was far from over. Baby, did you see that thing coming down? Hey, get my Remington real quick. We're going to go check this out. <laughs> this is how you know it's oh, a Kentucky yeah. story. They went straight yeah, to shotguns, Nick, instantaneously. I, I sense that Kentucky's a lot like Cape Sable Island, where I'm from, because that's that would be our first reaction to. Grab the guns. That's head out. Well, it's just funny. It was a shotgun. So now I'm just confused by everything, Nick, because okay. it's little gray men don't have ears first and foremost. So that's a bit perplexing to me. Mm-hmm. So I've included the, a picture. I don't know if you can see that right now, uh, but you can, can look at it later. I can I can move stuff around, Nick. Yeah, best belief. Because there's a couple of things I want to talk about the uh, about their appearance here. So the first thing is, in the first part of the story, I said this is the origin of the term "little green men," right? Correct. But what color are these guys? I'm still trying to get there. Oh, okay. Well, they they were gray, pale gray, but they had a faint green glow. So when the newspapers reported this, they were trying to sensationalize it, and they coined the, the term Little Green Men. And that was the first time that that term was used for extraterrestrials. The thing that I guess is confusing to me, mm -hmm. like every UFO story we've ever talked about or we've seen or we've read or we've watched or there's movies on, yeah. They all have a very distinct look. Right. And you know what? <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know a little behind the scenes information, um, we obviously have the narration that goes on in all of our podcasts. Um, when it's Nick's turn, he sends me a file. And he sent me the file for this one. And... When he sent it to me, he's like, hey, here's stuff for the, the Instagram for for the future, obviously. Yeah, but he can't look at it. That's the problem. Yeah. 
So, but the problem is it still shows me a preview of what it was. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And all I could think when I looked over there is why is he sending me pictures of Pokemon? <laughs> well, this is another cultural thing. There's a Pokemon based off of this creature. What? Yeah. Yep, that's what one of the pictures is actually ripped from Pokemon. What what Pokemon is it? Do you know? I had looked it up, but I'm drawing a blank now and I'm just checking my notes. And of course, it doesn't appear like it's written down, but the file name might have it. Uh, is is that the Sableye? That's the one. It's called Sableye. For any of you Pokemon fans out there, my Sableye. kids, my kids is yeah, my kids are going to be all about it. That's the only one that it showed a preview for. So that's and that's was, uh, this had a big right effect on culture. Yeah, you were. You got it right on. Because I'm Sableye. like, why is he sending me Pokemon pictures for? <laughs> <laughs> I I was traumatized by Pokemon at a young age. Actually, I'm I way bet older you were. than Pokemon. <laughs> I bet you were. So the other picture that you sent me, that seems to, it looks like a diagram. Is that what you're referring to? Is it like, yeah, like a drawing of the creature? Yeah. It's weird because no other UFO stories do they talk about ears. Nope, this is the only one I've heard. And this is like one of the earliest ones ever like uh, recorded popularly. Like we're getting a lot of things out of this, like movies based on it. The term Little Green Men, which was popular all my life, came from this. And it's got Pokemon based off of it. So even in Japan, they're hearing about this somehow. Well, the government, Nick. The government? The government told them all about it. Ah, prepped them. They were just in eavesdropping. Case. Ah. So when I look at this, though, I mean the rest mm-hmm. of it, and obviously for anyone that doesn't know, we're going to put this up on the Instagram also. Yeah. The the thing that I find striking though is the rest of it. I mean, it fits what we talk about when we talk about UFOs. Like it has long yeah. arms. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: they don't skip chest day. Look at them pecs. Oh, I know, right? Gosh, dang. I'd be scared of it too, Nick. Yeah, they they they're pretty scary. Now, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of theories about what these things are later on that'll sort of bring you in on. But as a preview of what's coming up and sort of about this part, when we say close encounter of the second kind, the third kind, that's from something called the Hynek scale. Have you ever heard that term before? No. No clue what you're talking about. So when UFOs and aliens started to come about, there was a guy who was a researcher and he came up with a scale of how you can rate interactions with extraterrestrials. And I can tell you what they are. Okay. Um, So the first category is nocturnal lights. That's just lights in the sky. So that's sort of my That's you! That's my one. Lowest rating. Lowest rating. Sadly. Higher rating than mine, Nick. Well, who knows? Maybe you need to be hypnotized too. You might have saw something. Maybe. Your family was from this area. That is true. That's valid. Uh, Yeah. So the next one up is daylight discs. That's where UFOs are seen in the daytime. Okay. And usually Like the hubcap picture one, right? Yeah, that kind of stuff. That would be like the second kind here. 
Then we get to the third kind, which is radar visual. So this is a little more evidence because they've shown up on radar. Like then favorite, we get into the, the what was he Navy or something? He was up in an airplane. Uh, Lieutenant yeah. Favor, I think, is his name. Yeah, and he and they saw it on the radar and were reporting yeah. it back and forth. So that would be that one. Then we get close encounters of the first kind. And that's okay. visual sightings of unidentified flying objects seemingly less than 500 feet away. Okay, right. that's close. Listen. And that's when you can when, see details. When you was looking outside your window, though, and you saw the bright light, how far away was that? It was further than that, and I couldn't discern detail. That's the big uh, separator there. Um, and I didn't have a radar. Oh, sorry. I don't think I'm going to make it up the scale. Unless... <laughs> Unless I'm further down on the scale and I don't know it. That could be next. So then we have close encounters of the second kind. And that's where they've left a physical effect. So this can be interference in the functioning of a vehicle or electronic device. Oh, actually, animals reacting. That could have been my dog. That was your dog, Nick. Yeah. You're a two. Close encounters of the second kind. I might be. I might be. They're going to abduct me. The men in black are going to come and like study me. They now. already have. They already have, Nick. Or they have. Or they have. Boop. They did the little black thing. Yeah. I don't like those guys. Yeah. Uh, then They're we got guys. close encounters of the third kind in which you actually see an entity. So these people are having a third kind right now. Which the movie, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So yep. they saw the. So that would be that. Well, that would yeah. actually not be that, because the scale was later extended to have close encounters of the fourth kind, and that's where a human is abducted by a UFO or its occupants, which happened at the end of the movie. Technically, right. it happened through the movie, but we didn't see it until the end. Yeah. Spoiler alert: If you haven't watched a forty-year-old movie that came out like forty <laughs> years ago, Nick. Good night. If you've not watched it. Jeez, where have you been doing with your life? Right, exactly. And, and the last one here is not happened in that, well, some crazy people claim it's happened, but that's where you get messages from extraterrestrials and you have a back and forth conversation. Uh, what, huh? You get, you mean like, like, like you're having not, direct not conversations with them? Oh, it could be yeah, telepathically, telepathically too. Yeah. yeah, because when they're up on the UFO or on the little spaceship things, they, a lot of people say they have telepathic conversation. Yeah, so that that would be the fifth kind. But okay. I, when I picture that, I'm thinking like the aliens told me to create this religion and everyone hellbop. Sh- yeah, that kind of thing. That that's gotcha. what I think of when I think of the fifth kind. What if? Hmm. You know how we get that gut feeling from time to time? Yep. What if that's UFOs, Nick? It could be. I, I need there's, further evidence. There's, there's got to be logic behind it. Maybe you're hungry. I don't know why I'm trying to fit everything into a UFO <laughs> narrative, but, <laughs> but I'm trying I think to we're think both getting paranoid right kind. now. Yeah. No, I'm trying to, trying to get myself to the fifth kind, Nick. I know. You're, you're going to have an experience. <laughs> You're going to have an experience, man. Like you can't be in this business that we're putting ourselves in without, uh, without having experiences. 
Well, we just have to wait until my subject comes up, Nick. We've not actually uh, done one of my subjects yet. And then I'll be like, know how listen, I know the, all about this. It's going to kill me. This is going to kill me waiting. I, I, I wish you hadn't said anything. On top of I'm it, gonna, my wife. I'm going to die. <laughs> I could literally tell my wife, tell this story, and she would tell it to you. And you'd be like, wow. Uh, the anticipation is going to. Like it's hurting my soul right now. I'm sure you can see it on me. I'm hurt that I can't you know, hear amazing, this right now. The amazing thing is, though, looking at this diagram, which this is right. the guy you're talking, um, the the little guys we're talking about. So these are the critters. The movie that you talked about named Critters, it was about these things or it was something that that was like based loosely on? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's, it was it's what they were based on based. or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, th- I think uh, I would say Critters is based more on the encounter and E.T. is based more on the idea. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I want to watch that hear movie a little so more? bad now. Yes, I do. All right. You can't. It's hard for me to not want to go further, Nick, but there's so much, so many thoughts going through my brain. But let's that, see. That's I why see I choose happened. these. This is I want to encourage these conversations. This is a uh, this. It's interesting. I want to know what their feet look like though, because ET had big feet in this diagram. Says feet not seen. <laughs> oh. Back at the house, the family started to doubt what they had seen. To not scare the children, they returned to their game of cards and talked over the situation in hushed whispers. Was it possible that eight grown adults had imagined the same thing? It was a little over an hour later, by accounts, that the Sutton's dog began to bark frantically outside, rousing Lucky and Billy Ray to investigate. Approaching the dog cautiously, they struggled to see what it was barking at in the darkness as the dog pulled furiously at its chain. It was then that they noticed something was stirring in the nearby trees surrounding the farmhouse. Before even seeing the cause, Lucky and Billy Ray ran back to the house and quickly rearmed themselves before returning to the scene. As the men stepped back out onto the porch, they once again saw the little gray men as the other adults, and unfortunately now the children looked on in horror. No taller than three feet in stature, these humanoid-like figures shuffled toward the men, their thin overly long limbs dragging behind them, their glowing yellow eyes seen glazed over and reflective. Their oversized heads bobbed under their own weight. Suddenly and without hesitation, Lucky Sutton shot the humanoid at point-blank range with his shotgun. To his surprise, the impact made a metallic ping noise as the nearest creature fell backwards against a nearby fence. The other creatures retreated back into the tree line. So that's a little odd. They never bring it up again, but what's that sound? What could that have been? It's a cyborg. A cyborg? Cyborg, man. You know, here's, and again, I've listened to a lot of alien stories. The the things that I always notice is the same across all UFO stories. They're all asexual. Mm-hmm. Like there's no defining sexual body parts. Yeah. And so the picture supports that. Correct. So the picture supports it, right? But it makes me think, right? Like when I think about us as humans – we venture into space or so it's 
theorized that we've been places, right? No, there's no proof that we've walked on the moon or anything like that. But well, the moon's not real. I think you said as well. Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's why we've never been there. Nick. We've had this conversation. Okay, right, I'm not going to get into that again. I'm going to let you continue, but you know my feelings about this. Moon is real. So hashtag. we have. We have these, <laughs> the moon's not real <laughs> hashtag. We have to get off the ground. It takes us so much force. Mm-hmm. Like we're in rockets. It's all rocket propelled. UFOs, all the UFOs, none of them has all, has ever been said to have anything that propels it. It's always mm-hmm. just moving of its own accord, typically with little to no noise. It makes me wonder, clearly these things are heavily more intelligent than we are, like extravagantly more intelligent. Has to be. Has to be, right? Mm-hmm. If, they, if their spaceships that they have is so much farther advanced than ours, it tells me that the thought process has to be significantly more developed than where we are. But then it makes me think like if you're that kind of a, of a advanced, whatever, right. We can't call them human, right. Mm-hmm. Advanced species, I guess would be the best thing to to put it. Like what else? Like when I look at these things, I don't think advanced like they're, like I said, their their arms was dragging behind their body. You would think they right. would have came up with something to where that wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Or my other thought process is maybe they spend way more time off planets in zero gravity. You're, I think they say a lot of that over time you'd become skinny and thin and, you know, elongated. They, they say that, but we don't. I mean, heck, how would we? We don't know. know. We don't know. We have no clue. Like, we've never had a baby in space. We don't even know what that would be like. You know, no. obviously, breathing alone would be significantly different in space. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole, that's the only thing I don't understand about any of these UFO stories I ever hear about is right. that part of it. But, like, a prime example, we're hearing he gets shot with a shotgun, and anyone that shot a shotgun, right? It didn't. Go into the kind of ammo. Who knows if it's birdshot or a deer slug or whatever yeah. it is. But it's a metallic sound. Right. When it hit. What if, now think about this. This is where I was initially going. Mm-hmm. If we look at where our podcast is right now, 2023, and we look at the technology, you and I personally use technology just to come up with the podcasts. Right. We are working as a, I guess you could say, human species to have what? Like cyborg things, right? Like AI technology we're using. We've got robots now. Like what's the -hmm. the robots that does all the fancy stuff now? Freaking – the ones the, that they're the, teaching to do obstacle courses and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like why can't I think of the name yeah. of whatever that is? It's uh, Boston it Dynamics is the one that Boston does it. Boston Dynamics. That's yeah. it, yeah. Think about it. Like, mm-hmm. that has obviously advanced, and that's now in 2023. What's it going to be in another right. 50 years? 
Right. Another what five if, years even at this rate. But think, but think, even if, and again, I'm saying even if, because mm-hmm. no one really knows, we sent stuff to the moon, but we've got like rovers and stuff that went to the moon before us. Right. Who's to say that these, instead, of, this can't, goes back to the Shag Harbor incident. Mm-hmm. What if instead of UFO or, you know, whatever these species of whatever it is, instead of going to the planets themselves, they have the technology to send something else right. to planets. Yep. And this is kind of what I wanted you to lead into. Have you ever heard of the show Black Mirror? Uh, so we watched, I think, two episodes of Black Mirror and then we didn't go back. I thought it was a weird show. Okay. It, it is a weird show. Um. But what I want to bring up about that is they have an episode this past season where, and my friend pointed out how silly this is, but I'll get to that in a second. They have (laughs) astronauts in space, but so they don't go crazy in isolation, they can control robot bodies of themselves on Earth and live with their family, do all this kind of stuff, but they're in Mm -hmm. space. So my friend said, it doesn't make any sense at all. Why didn't they put the bodies on the spacecraft, the robots on the spacecraft, and leave the regular people on Earth in safety? But what if that's how aliens do it? They you control know, them. I mean, think about it. There is a there is a, a company that's right now working on the technology to download mm-hmm. human thought processes into... Uh, computers. Uh, and unfortunately, right now, we're not technologically at a point to where that's even a thought. They actually right. downloaded something. Uh, I think it was a worm. Right. And it, it took like an entire server to download the thought process of a worm. Right. Which at first, I'm like, how do you download a thought process? Like that doesn't, that doesn't make and any sense. And how do you know you've took, done it? <laughs> well, that's what's weird. And this is where, again, I think UFOs has came and gave us information, Nick. Mm-hmm. They took the brain of this worm, put it into a server, and then had the server basically act out a worm's or the worm's life in a artificial worm. And it was moving around just like the worm would, in which we don't have technology now that will allow us, but there's a delay and you right. can tell it was trying to figure it out, but it's like, why is there this delay? Yeah. So, you know, a human brain, obviously vastly smarter most of the time than a worm. Okay. Right. M- most people not say for everyone, not That's everyone, right. we, by the way, s- some exceptions may apply. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, the, again, if these are so far advanced of, a species who's to say they haven't figured out how to do that. And these are literally, we're just dealing with robots and like any machinery, mm. things go wrong from time to time, but it might right. explain how, like, again, when they talk about going 20,000 light years or something like that, right. maybe that's how they're able to travel so maybe. quickly without it having an effect on their body. Well, I, I think like human how humans are evolving is that we have right now we have machines and we have people and we're sort of sure joining. So we will be machines and people, 
in what's 10,000 years to a machine? Not nothing really. It's nothing. Skynet, baby. Skynet's here. Thank you, Skynet. (laughs) Thank you, Skynet. We appreciate your. Yeah. We're your loyal servants. (laughs) Thank you. 100%. Yeah, it's. Yeah. But again, I just, I find it amazing, Nick, that, that it's a case where this is happening in, you know, what I can only assume is rural Kentucky. Like this sounds mm-hmm. like rural Kentucky. Oh yeah. The names alone should give it away. I think Sutton. Yeah. First yeah. thing. Or, or Sutton, Lucky like, and Billy Bob and <laughs> the Suttons though. That's like a, like a, an iconic name in Kentucky. Is it? I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. There's some Suttons here in Ohio too. They come from a very prestigious line, Nick. It could be these sons, and you'll see why later. <laughs> oh, Nick, stop doing that, Nick. <laughs> I'm the king of cliffhangers. Would you like to know more, though? <laughs> I do. All right. Let's go. Anxious to see what the creature they had killed was, Billy and Lucky cautiously began to approach the fence. The fence now glowed green in some spots as the creature had. Billy presumed this was its blood. As they got within a few paces of the creature, it sat up, suddenly startling both men. It appeared unfazed, and they too decided to make a retreat into the house. As they reached the porch, a long spindly, clawed hand reached down from the overhang and grabbed Billy Ray by the hair. Almost lifting him off his feet, he found he could not free himself. The creatures were exceptionally strong for their size. If it weren't for his wife grabbing and pulling him back into the house, minus a clump of hair, he would not have been able to do so himself. Almost at the time they closed the door, the power suddenly flickered off, likely the doings of the creatures that were clearly now surrounding and on top of the house. The family screamed and clutched their children close, with the armed men between them and all doors and windows. The creatures could be heard scurrying across the roof and overhang. Every now and then one would rake its claws across the windows or try to open the door, only to be met with a blast from a shotgun or a pistol to very little effect. This attack on the house and family lasted for over four hours. Can you imagine being under siege for that long from a bunch of creatures? I think they said there's 15 of them. See, but here's where stories sometimes lose me, right? Mm. Because it's like... Most of it, I'm I'm up with it, and I'm up with it, and I'm like, yeah, right. I can see that happening, and this totally fits, and, you know, this isn't unrealistic. But then I hear stuff like this, and then I go, because, you know, obviously for anyone that knows me, I come from a sales background, right? And the first thing they teach you in sales, or one of the first things they teach you is don't wait, don't leave someone on hold too long. Right. I've heard that before. And they talk about, you know, if someone's on hold for a minute, it really seems like five minutes, right? Right. So when I hear this stuff, I I think back and I go, you know, how many stories do I hear UFOs, A, attacking people? But then when I look at the diagram, the logical part of my brain goes, there's no way that thing's strong. Right. Because regardless of where you are, the basic concept of muscle I would assume no matter where you go in space, it has to be in the same realm as what we are here at Earth is is what right. I would assume. 
And, and astronauts that, have a big problem with losing muscle mass and weight in yeah, space exactly. as well, right? So it's like you've got something pulling someone from an awning. Not only that, but like even if it grabbed him by the hair, which is what they're talking about. Right. I don't know if you've ever been grabbed by the hair, but you're not picking someone off the ground by their hair. It's going to rip out. Yeah. Which I think is what so, they said eventually happened, but after there the might wife be some, him, though. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it's like, see, it's parts like that. I wish if, do I think something happened? Obviously. Right. right. But it, at this point it becomes, okay, how much of it's real and how much of it's false? Right. Is it or exaggerated? How much of it's embellished? Exaggerated? Yeah. 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 And it's like, man, but again, I could understand how someone could be like, yeah, man, we were under siege for what to say, four hours? Yep, four hours. First off, listen, I would like to, to pride myself in having lots of ammo. Mm-hmm. I don't have four hours worth of alien siege at my house, <laughs> which reminds me, I might need to order some more ammo. But just in case, like, just in case, just in case. Listen, now I know they can go four hours. They go a long time. Okay. So it, it'll know. say how much ammo they had later on. Oh, it does say. Um, yes, it actually does say it's in the police report. Oh. Um, <laughs> but called. could you imagine if you're the police and you get this phone call? <laughs> uh, man, I don't want to give anything away, but they didn't even call the police. They okay. <laughs> I don't want to give that away, but it's, it's not a big deal. I suppose they didn't call the police. We'll say that. Um, but sort of what I want in this part to bring up is, and you know what? There probably is embellishments, but people, when they get scared, they remember things differently. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. So it's like this thing grabs him by the hair as he's passing under. Maybe he's just caught up and he's like, oh man, I was almost pulled off my feet kind of thing. Maybe that didn't happen. Maybe it did. Maybe he can't free himself. Oh, yeah. When I, I mean, if I get really startled, I imagine anything's happening at that split second before your brain reorganizes itself. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can definitely, I definitely agree with that. I mean, not that I ever get scared. I, I am a solid vessel. Right. I mean, normal people like, like me, I get scared all the time. So. Uh, for sure, hundred percent, Nick. I Aliens mean, around I've, every corner. I've, I've seen stories. Well, for you, yeah, yeah. For you anywhere? Don't, they don't come to me, Nick. They don't like me so much, you know. But again, this goes back to almost the same conversation we had earlier, just a few right. minutes ago. What if this is like a cy cyborg kind of cybernetic? Mm-hmm. I guess would be. Yeah, would have stupid strength. Yeah, because muscle mass doesn't apply to machinery. It doesn't like in a lot of times I try to think here on earth we use, mm-hmm. I mean, how do we create muscle in machines, right? We use typically some sort of uh well, fluid, right? It's right. either going to be fluid, like stuff. hydraulics, right? Yep. Something of some form of hydraulic or we'll, we'll typically use some type of a pulley system. Right. But what if you, have advanced beyond that, right? Mm -hmm. Like now, now we have things that we've started working with recently within the last 10 years, where instead of using hydraulic, we're using 
air pressure. Right. I've seen that. So to think that 500 years from now, we're not even Mm -hmm. using that. I don't know. It definitely makes me wonder. Like, again, that part of the story, I can even point to that and go, I, I can, I can, I get where you're coming from. And I think that's possible. But picking him up by his hair. Come on, man. That just don't make no sense. I hadn't thought of it, but then our earlier conversation with cybernetics and stuff like that, the strength could totally be there. The hair thing, I don't know how that works, really. I've never really had my hair ripped out before, um, oh, so I, I don't know. Yeah? I have. It doesn't take much, or? I mean, it depends on how much you grab, right? It's like, right. you know, for anyone that knows, I've got a little bit of an MMA background. And a lot of times it will happen by mistake. So, you know, back what I used to do is we used to have geese and geese are very, mm-hmm. yeah, very heavy. But sometimes if you go to grab a gee and you're doing it quick, you'll grab a handful of hair by mistake. Right. Um, and I mean, I've had my head yanked back, but you know, I'm sitting there thinking that was by mistake and it was released. Right. But I'm sitting there thinking it wouldn't have taken a whole lot more to, to probably rip out. But I like when I mean, think about it. Hmm. You know, women when they typically get in fights and they've got long hair, what are the, what's the first thing any woman goes for? The hair, right? Oh yeah. So I would assume if that was the case, they would just be throwing each other around by the hair. But we're I, talking. I've seen that. So that kind of happens. Yeah, but. We're talking about from the air being being pulled yeah. up. We're talking, I mean, I we don't know who was it. Billy Ray, is that who it was? I think it was Billy Ray. Uh, I mean, Bob, I a, now. how long was Billy Ray's hair? And How much B, did he weigh? How much did he weigh? I mean, listen, if that's the case, I want to know what kind of shampoo and conditioner he's using. Uh, I need to give me some of that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean this this man has some amazing hair follicles. Yeah, like so this this part's a little up in the air. I think it's an embellishment, but I think he was grabbed. Something happened. Maybe maybe he wasn't lifted up, but something got in there. Maybe he just got caught on a nail or something. Got scared. Who knows? I'm I'm dying to know what the police report is. Is that in the next segment, or do I have to wait further for that? Uh, you might have to wait further, but we've been talking about it so long, I'm not sure. So let's let's find out. The only reason, Nick, before we go mm-hmm. on, the only reason yeah. why is because when I hear facts, that's typically where I go, yeah, that's conceivable, that's conceivable, that's conceivable, that's conceivable. Yeah. Like with, with all this embellishment, it, here's the thing, is I think a lot of times people, when they embellish too much, it mm-hmm. takes people from going, you know, I could see that happening to gone, man, they're lying. You know what yeah. I mean? Hmm. Yeah, we're going to okay. have to get into, like, motives later on, though. Like, the, at the end, it really takes a weird, weird direction Ooh, when it comes twist. to that kind we of like stuff. Twists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I want to hear it, Nick. At sunrise, the family were finally sure that the creatures had left hours earlier. They all piled into vehicles and immediately showed up at the sheriff's office in town. Being from a small area, they were known to the police as trustworthy folk and were without reason to hold any disbelief toward the Suttons. 
interviewing each member separately, including the three small children. They all confirmed the same events, excluding the portions they were not witnessed to directly as one would expect. Medical examiners found the Suttons to have twice the resting heart rate of a normal person and the children to be particularly disturbed by the events. Although the Suttons were known to be honest folk, the story was much too outrageous to believe. Concerned about a possible gun battle between local citizens, four city police officers, five state troopers, and three deputy sheriffs ventured out to the farm. Curiously, without being called, four military police officers from the nearby United States Army Fort Campbell were already at the Sutton farmhouse and assisted in the investigation. The scene was an absolute disaster. Most windows had been blown out by gunfire, and the front and back doors were riddled with holes. Nearby trees were obviously damaged by buckshot and pistol rounds. It turns out the family had spent over four cases of ammo in those four hours. It was recorded in official documents that police and Air Force officers from nearby Fort Campbell found no evidence of a hoax. No illicit substances or alcohol were found on the farm, and further it was well known around town that Glennie was deeply religious and allowed no alcohol on the property for any reason. Unfortunately, no evidence of the little gray men were found other than one item noticed as the sun began to set. The faint green glow was still present by the fence where the first attacker had been shot at point-blank range. I can tell you enjoyed that part. <laughs> Let's unpack. Part, my favorite part of that, Nick, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I could totally see this happening, Nick. Right. In Kentucky, they're like, baby, get the double Rivetons out, get the Smith and Wessons out. Baby. If you're if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, please go to YouTube and watch this because Bert was oh melting down. He enjoyed That's that so funny. big time. You, you know, and the 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 best part is typically for YouTube, whenever there's the narration. I just go to pictures of whatever it is it's talking about. Right. I may have to do a blooper reel for this one <laughs> because I about died when it said, there's these holes over here and listen, they used an entire thing. Over. I'm like this. Now this story, I know it's true. Yeah. I don't know. That, this is the fact that brought it UFO. around. This, listen, we came back full circle. Now I have zero doubts again. <laughs> Golly, man. Four so, crates of ammo, too. Yeah, well, cases is what they said. Now, cases, I'm familiar so. with cases, and you're familiar with cases, but people from not redneckish places probably don't know. <laughs> you have, you have for shotguns, we'll say, you have a shell, which yeah. is one shotgun, quote-unquote, bullet, and you have a box of shells, and then a case is probably like 24 boxes of shotgun Depending. shells and what 12 or 24 I forget yeah you well it depends like you can get like let's probably the easiest way for me to explain this um like let's use for example cuz shotguns are kind of a weird mm. they're in their own realm right typically let's use for example uh, something that most people would have, like a pistol, right? I think a right. And there was a pistol there. Popular. There was right. a pistol there. So yeah. So I personally like uh, my my preferences is you know 
40 caliber is typically what I prefer. I just like a big bang. Right. Like what Nick's talking about, you'll have, you know, one round and then you'll have your box. Now there's different size boxes. You can go anything from 50 to a hundred. But when you look at cases or sometimes they're called crates, Mm. we're talking a thousand, 1000 bullets, 500 to a thousand, depending on the size that you buy. So I can only assume. Mm hmm. If it's Kentucky, we're talking the big boys, okay? Right. Like when they do fireworks, they do missiles, okay? <laughs> so I can only assume they's like, baby, let's get the big box. <laughs> no, so, we're not going to get no smokes this week. <laughs> no. And, and they used a case of bullets oh, and a case of shells. Yeah. I think it was one of each. Or they said two cases, but that's my presumption. That's so it was a four-hour game of whack-a-mole. It really was. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I died. When when that part came up, I yeah. literally died. Yeah. I almost missed the rest of the thing because I couldn't stop laughing. I tried so I know. hard to stop laughing. Well, that, that was my favorite it. moment. I'm, I'm glad that that came up. Golly, <laughs> that's crazy. So you know, my other favorite part is they mm-hmm. called literally everyone probably in this town. Hey, get the highway patrol over here. Okay. Yep. Get the get the sheriff. Hey, is is Bill working today? Tell <laughs> Bill over to the police department. Listen, we gotta, we gotta, hey, what do you do? You're a donut maker? Come on. Yeah. We're gonna look for these UFOs. Well, they Good that's night. see, that's not what they thought. They thought this family of eleven people had gotten to a gunfight with their neighbors. So oh, they thought, yeah, thing. because they didn't believe the UFO thing. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I could yeah. see, yeah. But curiously, did you, I, I can't tell if you were laughing too hard to hear this part, but someone was already there when they came back. Oh, no, I did not hear that. Uh, the military police from the, I can't remember the fort that it said there, uh, were already at the farm when they got there. No one had called them. But they helped with the investigation. That always happens, though, Nick. That yep. always yep. happens. Already there. Like this, Already there. Like this Nevada thing where they found mm-hmm. that UFO on the, on the police officer's body cam and stuff like that. Yep. They, that night, they were there. Right. They get there and quick. And all these stories that happens. Mm-hmm. There's something yeah, And that's that. in their police report. Is, that's, that's not people estimating. That's in the police report from those... 400 men that they brought there. So not 400. That's That's an exaggeration. This is Um, turning into one of my favorite stories. That gunfight part just made it. Just it's the, it's the laughs that get you. Yeah. I'm glad of this. See, this is doing what I hoped. Well, actually the laughter was a bonus. That was real fun (laughs) for me, but what I had hoped it, it would get us talking on these different topics and stuff like that. And it has, But uh, the other part that came up in that is they didn't find any evidence. They they saw that they were shooting up everything, blasting holes all through their house, (laughs) hitting trees and stuff. But they but they did when the sun started to set. They saw the fence and the ground around it was glowing green. So they did find that. However, and this is the point where I'll put in some 
of the theories that people have explained it away. They said, well, you know, sometimes that glowing green is just a mold, a bioluminescent mold that appears. Weird coincidence that that's the spot where they shot the creature. Yeah, no, that makes no sense. Yeah. And then they said, well, we really do think that the family saw something, but we think it was owls. They think it's owls. You know, they said Mothman was owls too. Yeah, they blame everything on is owls. That, I don't know. Is that like the go-to? Who shot Tupac? An owl. I'm pretty well, sure owl. it's probably an yeah. owl. Owl like, did that. The, it's that swamp so gas dumb. or owls. Why is it always <laughs> an owl? I know. Well, like they always show this one picture of baby owls and how spooky they are. But yeah, no, I get it. Listen, they're creepy. I get it. Yeah. But these people have been would, living on a farmhouse for how long and they never seen an correct, owl before? Correct. Yeah. There's that's crazy. Owls that's, don't have hands. No. Like owls aren't made out of metal unless you count that old animatronic one in the uh in the old Sinbad movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, not the yeah. only way that's gonna happen. They said it's owls and owls are territorial, so they attack the farmhouse. And the green That's glow stupid. is an unrelated bioluminescent fungus that just happened to show up that day. And That's all stupid. That kind That's, of stuff. See, again, it makes me go back to think that there's something to it because, again, we hear these dumb answers every right. single time. Yeah. I don't know. There's something there. I what it is, I don't know. Like there's obviously parts of the story where I go, that's just weird. Right. I mean, they literally I mean, had it's a all weird. Signs. Oh, f- for sure. But they definitely had a moment from signs, that's for sure. Aliens were all up in the house. Yeah. That scares me still. I know it's funny all these bullets going everywhere, but that still scares me. I'm Man, I'm traumatized. I got to admit it. This still scares me. It makes me want to go outside and look around. <laughs> like I want to see. I, I want to see something like that, Nick. I want to right, see it. Like I'm terrified of them, Bert, but I still I still go outside and look around for them. But I'm scared at the same time. It's a weird fascination. I mean, it's very it's very believable based on the fact that we hear the same things over and over again. Right. But I just, I feel like they had to have embellished something. But again, yeah. they, I mean, to go through that much ammo, good night. You're shooting at something. Yeah. Like, you don't just do that for the fun of it. I, I doubt no. back then if they are insured for shooting up their own house. Like, I doubt it. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. That wouldn't be covered. No. Right. When did they this got take children place again? there? Uh, in the fifties, I believe. I'll hmm. tell you exactly in just a moment. Oh, I don't know if I have this right. Uh sorry. August nineteen fifty five. Nineteen fifty five. Right. Very interesting. Yep. Yeah, so 
that. So the police just said there's no evidence this happened, but there's no evidence of a fraud. Something clearly happened here. There's no neighbors shot up. Uh, we think it's owls. That is, but yeah, that one annoys me. They need to come up with something better than owls. Owls yeah. is just so dumb. Like that's right. such a dumb answer to give. These people that have makes seen no owls sense. before. Like that's they know saying. they're on a farm. Yeah, they're on a farm. It's it'd be like saying, "Oh, I've never seen a bat before." Right. Or whatever. Like when and you're you know out in the country, you see these yeah. things. You know right. what everything looks like. And owls don't live in giant spacecrafts. No. I mean, I've not seen an owl nest, but I don't think it's a giant spacecraft. No, they're they're not <laughs> huge, like with glowing lights and right. dripping green stuff green stuff right. typically. Right. And that thing um, that oh, that fence just started glowing yeah. green, you know. Whatever. Like those are horrible. Like if it was me, I would want to know what it is. Yeah. So why they would just come up with these lame reasonings right. blow my mind. Yeah. And what and, and here's the part where I said before, what's what's the family's motivation here? What are they, what well, are they trying to do? Blowing up their house like they did, I don't know that there would be a motivation. Right. But I do think that there's a series of people because I <laughs> I shouldn't tell the story. I'm going to. I okay. have a friend um, that a lot of times he'll tell me a story and mm-hmm. I'll go. <laughs> and I sit there and I think to myself, what's the motivation in this blatant lie? Right. Like, I know it's a lie. I know it's a lie. Yeah. And I even look at them and they look at me like, listen, this might be a lie. Okay. <laughs> but, but I sit there and I think like, what's the motivation? And sometimes I feel like people just want to feel special or, right. you know, they, maybe they're having such a bad time with life. They just yeah. want to feel like the center of attention for that time frame. Yeah. So, some people just like but, to mess with people. That is true. Listen, I, <laughs> my kids, they don't know if I'm ever telling the truth or not. Right. No matter right. what it is, because I just like to mess with my kids. <laughs> that, that's your job as a father. Technically, I do that with everyone. So I got to tell the story just because it's kind of funny to me. <laughs> I'll probably get punched for it later. Uh oh. Um, my wife and I were watching a movie. And it was, uh, what was that space movie where they go up in space and they're working on the satellite and the asteroid hits the satellite and blows it into a million different pieces? Oh, um, gravity. Interstellar, is that what it was? Or gravity? Uh, it was gravity, no, yeah. Yeah. So we're watching this movie, right? And we're sitting there and I just look over at her straight face and I go, it's hard to believe this is based on a true story. And I just go back to watching the movie. <laughs> and there's this long pause. There's this long pause, and she goes, what? And I looked back over, and I said, yeah, just it's hard to believe. And then I turned back, and she goes, this is based on a true story? And I said, of course not. <laughs> and I go back to watching the movie. <laughs> you know so, what? You are getting punched later, I'll bet. Oh, I probably, yeah. 
You know, it's funny because whenever there's stories about me, that's generally the story that's told about you can't really believe anything that Bert says. So <laughs> so if you see an alien, no one's going to believe you anyway. No one's going to believe it. I'm the uh, best I'll person to you. come close encounters to the fifth kind. I'm the best one, aliens, if you're watching this, because no one's going to believe the story anyway. Right. The men in black don't even need to come. They don't I'll, need to believe what. me. If we get on a podcast and you look me in the internet eyeballs and say, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw an alien, I'm going to believe you. Thank you, Nick. I'm glad someone believes me. I'm on your side. But I don't lie side. to you, Nick. I don't right. lie to you, Nick. That's right. I know. Just everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I'm, the, I'm the kind of sucker that likes to believe that, too. <laughs> I mean, listen, hey, it's good for me. There is one more picture <laughs> that I can see that you sent me, Nick. Yeah. Is that coming up? I I don't see it, but is it the black and white one of the farmhouse? It just, I can just see the words. It says Sutton Farm. Yeah, that's probably a picture of, that's where the overhang was. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not, it's not wildly fascinating. It's just uh, a real life proof. It's still, thing. it's. Super fascinating, Nick. We're going to put that on our Instagram. If yeah. you're not looking at our Instagram, you better go check it out. Because yeah, you're missing part of the story. There. If you're not on you Instagram, missing part of the story. you're missing part of the story. Of course, on the YouTubes, I do put the photos up there during the narration oh, yeah. parts. That's even better. Go there. Yep. You could go to YouTube, Instagram, you name it. With the Instagram, though, it's going to be quicker because it's literally yeah. going to be, you just look and there it is. But It's just pictures. Just pictures, yeah. This has been an interesting one, Nick. I like it. It, it is. Well, it's it's uh, sharing my trauma. It's it's healing for me too. It's healing. Healing. Wow. Yeah. See, you're you're being able to move on from this, Nick. Nope. I'm like a therapist all of a sudden. <laughs> I just now figured this out. Now I'm just scared, <laughs> and so are the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. That's valid. I want to see. I want to see what it would be like to see something like that. Like I said, you know, I said this a while ago, I had a family member that also saw a light mm-hmm. in the sky. I told that story. I've never had it. And I've done astronomy looking up in the sky and I've only had one occurrence and it was a freaking satellite. It wasn't right. even anything that exciting. Yeah. Well, I could say something like you can like if you get if you see something really outside of what you accept as reality it's hard to describe it and sometimes if it if it bothers you enough you you can forget things oh for sure that you only remember later well they even talk about that like in crime scenes and stuff like that right. like if you get robbed uh, it's very hard to actually describe the person that robs you on most occasions. Yeah. Simply from the standpoint of it's almost like your brain tries to erase that thought process. Yeah. It, it, it's protecting you from right an overload, basically. For sure. 100%. So that, that stuff happens, and I can attest to that. It's very interesting. Yeah. I do see it looks like there's a little bit more to the story. Is there more with that, Nick? Uh, yep. There, this is the grand finale. So we're almost Is this there. where it goes into the hypothesis? Uh, there's a, there's a little bit more that happens. In the story than what's here? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I got a note. Do you want to hear it? Or do we, should we stop it now or do you want to hear it? No! <laughs> Maybe we'll Nick, just end I, here. No, just kidding. Nope. <laughs> I will click that button, Nick. Don't make me do it. You click the heck out of it. Without any further evidence or investigation to be made, the Suttons had no choice but to return home and begin the cleanup process that night. The mystery takes one final turn the following morning when the sheriff returned to take further statements. He found the Sutton farmhouse to have been mostly cleaned up, but the Suttons and most of their belongings were gone. It was later discovered that the Suttons had been attacked once again at three in the morning the following night. They decided to pack up all of their belongings and leave. No Sutton ever lived in the farmhouse again. While there are many theories about the cause and reason behind the attack on the Suttons and what actually happened, the Suttons stuck to their stories and proclaimed them true even on their deathbeds. This terrifying event remains a mystery to this day. Done, that's the Attacked again the following night. Here's the thing, though. It takes me back to... See, you start to lose me again. When you go, mm-hmm. when you be mm-hmm. extra in right. a story, you start losing me again because it's like, what's the odds of this happening? And then what's the odds of it happening a second time? Like, again, right. if this, if aliens are such an advanced, like, I like to think to myself that, you know, as I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser mm-hmm. and things that I would have done. In my 20s, I wouldn't do at my current age of 25. Right. right. You know, I've had five years to grow and advance in my thought process. Mm-hmm. So it's like the number one thing I don't want to do is I think to myself, I, re- I really don't want to punch this person in the face no more. Right. Right. So I have right. to think if these aliens are so smart, why would violence be the thing that they want to go back to? Well, here's the thing. They've not hurt anyone except the guy they grabbed by the hair. That was a pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty right? much up there. Oh, well, they, I mean, they're advanced. They don't have weapons. They can't figure out a way to get into your house. They can't land their ship on your farm. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I've, it almost feels like they're messing with them. Just seeing like, how do they behave or something like that? Because someone told me recently that there's a huge correlation between intelligence and cruelty. Like the higher the intelligence, the more cruelty capacity someone has. Or not just people, but like, you know, dolphins and stuff. The smarter they are, the more cruel they behave sometimes. So it could be that kind of scenario. Yeah. I guess I could see that. I guess. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying, what is it? Like, what what could it be? Because these people left, left their whole house, moved away. Well, they shot it up. What? They're not going to sleep there. Yeah. Well, I mean, why'd they do that? Like, what what would be the master plan? Maybe they didn't like it there no more, Nick. Maybe. They could have just left, Maybe they just got tired of it. Could they have just you know, left? They went over to, well, they could have just been like, uh, I mean, I guess it could be a case like the landlord up their rent. They're like, we're not paying it this month. In fact, we're going to blow this mug up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think they owned it. Like, oh, well, there goes yeah. that story. Um, I, I would I would it's say fame weird. and notoriety 
Yeah, but they, but they didn't go after that. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't go that direction. Like no one's. Nope. I listen. I've never heard of the story before. No, uh, one of them did. I think the one of the men wrote a book about it just decades and decades later. Um, but even on their deathbeds, they said this happened. Like we're we're not ready to come clean. This happened. Hmm. But the going back a little bit, they interviewed. So you can get a bunch of adults to lie in cohesion pretty well. The kids, For sure. that's the trouble spot. The police take the kids separately. They interview them. They tell them the whole story, except that they weren't outside when they went to look at the craft. So they don't know any of that. So the kids yeah, tell the same story but and having, stick to it. Having kids, though, I mean, yeah. listen. I have my buddy Jebediah go outside with a flashlight and shine it through the windows and stuff. Mm. My kids wouldn't go outside. There ain't no way uh, in the world my kids would go outside. But on uh, top of that, they would believe it. Oh, you think that they fooled the kids too, huh? I'm saying they could. They could have. That's See, I didn't think about that. Kids are very subjective. They're yeah. so simple. You know, See, I, we, I have this talk often with people. It's like, right. you know, I feel so bad for, for young kids in general because they're so easy to manipulate. Yeah. That it's like, and so many people use their kids for manipulation. That is true. You know, like uh, when we talk about fame and notoriety and stuff like that, and even mm-hmm. some TV shows that's been created, people are feeding their kids this information as the gospel. Yeah. See, I didn't take that into account. I, I only thought, oh, they, you know, they would tell the kids to lie about this and that. But if they convince the kids that it was happening, that's an like, easy way to take a, it. There's one UFO case that I know of mm-hmm. where kids are involved, but a very different kind of story. Right. And that one I believe. But this one, like the kids never really saw it. But again, you know, kids are more apt to run and hide and like yeah. they, they don't want to see what's going on. Right. Yeah. So see, I never thought about that, that part. Yeah, that part for me is not necessarily the sell point. Yeah. I, I guess my main thing is I can't figure out motivation. And that's that's usually something you can sort of guess at. Yeah, motivation is definitely something I try to look at when I'm looking at these different yeah. cases that we're doing is what would the true motivation be, right? right. And I think in every single one of our stories, like there's no motivation. Yeah. Like Robert Johnson, no motivation. Right. Shag Harbor. Yeah. No motivation. Um, the Mothman. Right. No motivation. Motivation years later, right? Like right. with the Mothman, they build an entire city, a tourist yeah. attraction around it, but not at that moment. That's right. And I feel like most people typically don't even want to bring attention to it, which we've talked about a few no. times too. It, nowadays, it's know. not that bad, but... Like back in the olden days, you say anything even mildly strange, oh, yeah. you're shunned, you're ridiculed. So, oh, for sure. Like today, I say I could say, "Oh, I saw an alien" or something like that, and probably no one's gonna lock me up in an asylum or something. 
But back no. then, strong possibility. Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely up there and something happened. I just don't know what that something is. Yeah. Super sale on uh, ammo, I guess. <laughs> I, think, I think we can at Get least agree on that. Ammo. Yeah, ammo was cheap that week. I'll tell you. It had to be. Good night. They was <laughs> Listen, they was prepared for this event. They knew what was yeah. going down. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone where I'm from has a case of ammo. That's all there is to it. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's Canada land. You guys have big oh, animals up there. Moose. Dog oh, yeah. on mooses, Nick. Oh, you don't got to worry about the moose. <laughs> it's the goose that gets you. The goose is, you You told me, break your arm. Yep, that's right. Screw the geese. Yeah. I'm staying away from them, Nick. Yeah, they'll punch, <laughs> they'll punch you right in the groin, too. It's not good. Golly. <laughs> I've always, I've never been scared of a goose until I talked to you. Good night. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you, you ever head up this way, just be careful, man. <laughs> we'll have to do this one day, Nick. We'll have yeah. to be, we'll have to go on some sort of a, like a ghost hunt or something one yeah, of these days. We'll have to. I definitely want to do that, 100%. Oh, definitely. We're going to have to. Hopefully, you all enjoyed this this story. I, I've i never heard of it. This is a first for me. In a, in a town's called Hop, Hopkinsville. Hopkinsville. Yep. So I'm going to look more into this because uh, I'm curious where that is in Kentucky and if – Obviously, my mom knows anything about this story. Yeah. I'm hoping she's just like, ah, that's a bunch of crap. This is what really happened. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. She, she might even know who these people are. Who knows? She's going to say, Nick, there's nothing to worry about. You don't have to be scared anymore. This was all. Don't got to be scared. That's right. <laughs> or she comes back and goes, listen, oh, I wasn't going to say anything to you. <laughs> I just got shivers all thinking true. that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Listen, we're going to put all this, obviously, on the Instagram. Definitely, wherever you're listening to us at, whatever that little beautiful podcast device or uh, application you're using is, leave us a review. Let us know we're doing a good job. Um, Also, here probably, we've kind of threw the format of our show off a little bit. What typically happens is Nick chooses a topic, I choose a topic, community chooses a, chooses a topic, and then we do like two or three little shorts. Uh, because of obviously Circleville being a little bit longer, one with two episodes, we kind of messed up that format a little bit, uh, which honestly, I would love to have more two-parters. Oh, me too. I love that. I love two-part stories. Yeah. Um <laughs> So if those happen, they happen. And generally, probably what we'll cut off is the two to three little mini story episode because I feel like that's less involved. But here soon, I am going to put out a little poll as far as what you guys want to hear from us from a uh, community story. We still have some from last time, so you don't have to worry about giving me the stories from last time. But if you want to add to it, definitely add to it. You can private message me on any of the places where we are. Um, any of my personal socials uh, that that I do personally, or if you know me IRL, if you know Nick IRL, yeah. hit him up. Or if you know his socials, hit him up. We're going to combine the list together. And much like what we did last time uh, on maybe live on a stream, we'll, we'll choose it or maybe I'll record it and put it up on the YouTube 
and obviously all the social. So you can see, hey, this was truly select. This wasn't Bert and Nick just choosing yeah. something. Um, I mean, we could. Great one, we Nick. could, but no, we wouldn't. We could. You guys never know. Yeah. Maybe we program the AI to do it. That's right. That's right. You never I'm know. a programmer. I could do it. Nick is a programmer. <laughs> this is a great story, Nick. I love yeah. this one a lot. I, I'm glad it entertained you. And it got some of that conversation going that I'm really looking for. The story is just a tool. And that's what it's all about. Exactly. That's what yeah. this is all about. And the cool thing is all the people that I talk to typically IRL my real life that's listening to these, they they tell me about it too. They're like, hey, did you know this? And did you know that? That's the best part of these stories yeah. for sure. Stories is what it's about. When you're living your life, you're just collecting stories. And if you've got a lot of them or good ones, you're set. You've made it. You've made it. It's what life is all about. That's right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Y'all have been freaking superstars. Until we catch you in the next one, goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>